Well, tonight we have a great privilege. I count it an honor to be on the same staff as this man. He's taught me quite a bit. Got to know him a little bit in the last four years, and I just love being around him. And if you've spent any time with him, you, you would say the same thing. Would you please put your hands together for our very own Pastor Vince? Hallelujah. Let's give it up for the praise and worship team. Well, hallelujah. Remain standing. Open your Bibles to Habakkuk. Now, I'm going to give you a minute. (laughs) The book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 3. Praise to the hallelujah. Jesus. <laughs> I said that out loud. Okay, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, you know, God's doing great and mighty things in our midst. You know, every day, regardless of what the newspapers say, we grow stronger. We grow more encouraged and we grow more bold in our most holy faith. They're not going to shut us up. They're not going to sit us down. They're not going to back us up. But we're going to gain ground and we're going to keep on moving forward till we hear that trumpet sound. Where's Mike at? No, I'm just joking. Come on. Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Are you guys there in Habakkuk chapter 3? I don't have any idea of what I'm doing here. Y'all hold on. Oh, that's the wrong button. You ever push the wrong button? Not even going here. This. Yeah, I know. It's it's really weird how you do that. No. I ain't going nowhere near that, Pastor. Hallelujah. <laughs> You're mad after my old heart. <laughs> Praise God. Where is my notes? Oh, Lord. Uh-oh. Oh, we're going to be in a lot of trouble here. <laughs> Y'all think I'm joking, but I'm not. Oh, my goodness. What did I do? Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> I am so sorry. Let's pray. Father, we, wait a minute. Let's read the word first. Okay. See you <laughs> Habakkuk chapter 3. You guys there? Habakkuk chapter 3, two verses, three verses, verses 17 through 19. It says, though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, And the fields yield no food. Though the flock may be cut off from the fold. And there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet. 
Some version says hind feet, same thing. And he will make me to walk on my high heels. Father, we thank you for your word. Let it be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. I want to say thank you. You know, I, I miss Pastor Daniel every time he goes out of town. I love that man. He, he's kind of like Ip Man, you know. I know now y'all don't know who Ip Man is, but Ip Man is the guy that trained Bruce Lee. Okay, it's just like, he just, that man bad all by himself. You know what I'm saying? Hallelujah. He's good. And I miss, he's my favorite preacher. And I just thank God for the opportunity to, to, to come here tonight and bless you with the word of God. It's only because of him. You know, you know, you have people called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Well, that's what kind of what Pastor Daniel did for me. You know, he, he kind of really, really helped me and be the, the man of God that I am. And I can sit here and say that because of all that God has done for me through that man's life. I love him. My kids love him. My grandkids love him. Hallelujah. And I just thank him tonight for allowing me to preach. Dr. Morocco, wonderful man of God. You know, made me a, a, a pastor. You know, it, it, and it's great. You know, I'm not, I'm not qualified for the job. You know, I've never been to seminary. I've never been to Bible school. But God raised me up, you know. But God told me a number of years ago, I was praying, and I said, God, I need to go to Bible school. I want to be used by you. I want to preach. And this is what God told me. He said, draw nigh to me. You won't have to go to Bible school. I said, all right, Jesus. Ever since then, he's been opening doors for me. I just thank God for all that he's done and all that he's about to do tonight. You know, with me tonight at my side, as always, is my lovely wife, Minister Ava Vincent. Praise God. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. I ain't even going there. Don't step between her and Pastor Daniel. It's not, it's not good. Praise God. But my wife has been with me through thick and thin. She's been with me when I was down and out. She was with me when I was underneath the rock in the muck and the mire. And she's, she's with me now always. Hallelujah. I couldn't do anything that I do without her. I thank God for putting her in my life. Have I got a word for you? You know, I was inspired when my wife was watching, I don't know, I called it, you know, Danger Channel. You know, where, those, where animals chase each other around. I, I can't watch this stuff, man. It's just like, oh no! <laughs> You know, I know, I know cheetahs got to eat and stuff, but oh my goodness. The, the poor little zebra, you know what I'm saying? It's like, dang. This weekend, I saw this, this thing of this, this little baby deer. And, uh, and it was following its mother down to the, to the water hole. Poor little thing, you know, hopping on the little rocks. And coming down, 
and following mama. And then all of a sudden, a fox appeared. And I just went off. All the deer wanted was a drink of water. The fox came out and tried to pounce on the littlest one, on that small little deer, the weakest one. I ain't never seen a deer get up that fast in my life. That thing took off, man, the woof, the woof, up the mountainside. I mean, like, literally up the mountainside. The fox was, like, on its, on its tail, and that little thing just went, like, boom, 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 went up so far, went on the rock so small, that the fox said, I got to shoot. <laughs> and the fox said, I can't go up there. And the little deer was standing on the pedal, you know, at the highest point it could get. And it was one point where all smooth rocks around it, and the fox couldn't get to it. And I said, man, you know, hind's feet, having deer feet. You know, some of us need to develop deer feet. Some of us need to develop the ability to go above our circumstance, above our situation, above the crowd, above the, the storm, above the, all the rain, above all the mischief, above the attack of the predators. Hinds feet. You know, oh, good Lord. I don't even know if I'm going to get to read y'all or, or get it. Edna DeFreeze, my sister, you, you, you're the baddest chick in this place. No, she is, she is, she is my, this woman got up, she is running for mayor of Palmer in the midst of an onslaught attack against the Christian world and our values. She is standing up. Above all the ruckus and all the right and all that you can't do it, all you, 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 uh, you, you narrow-minded Christians standing up there on her little rock going, I'm running for mayor. Come on! Come on, Jesus! Whoa! You know, I'm not feeling weak. I'm not feeling old. I'm not feeling feeble. I'm running for mayor! Hey! I said, Jesus, I need some hinds feet. I need to get up. Good Lord, where am I going? I do not know. It's an amazing thing when you watch people grow up and do things that it is impossible to do. Just reach beyond their limitations, you know, with God's help. And, and do great and mighty things, you know. When Christians start buying businesses, and you know, come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, I'm bringing my dog over not because she need a babysitter, because I need, I need to support Christian businesses. Hallelujah. And, it is, and I love to see, you know, because we always pray that we would go from being employees to employers. And God is raising people up in this church. Oh, it's easy to preach in this church. Y'all ain't, ain't even get, you know, the Bible says those who know their God shall do great exploits. Whoa. Oh, Jesus. We off the page, out of the book, off the notes, all the way gone. You know, God has been talking to me, and he's been speaking to me since I walked into this sanctuary. 
You know, the Bible calls us more than conquerors through Christ who strengthens us. I said, God, I need some hinds feet. You know, when you need hinds feet, it's when predators are bearing down on you. It's when things are coming to eat you, man. <laughs> you need to be able to get above the enemy. You need to be to go where the enemy cannot go. You know, for single moms who decide to stand in there, hallelujah, and raise their babies, when the whole world has gone abortion crazy. You know, that's hind's feet, baby. Amen. Don't let nobody look down at you. Don't let nobody talk about you. I'm talking about, you know. That's my friend right there. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hind's feet. That's what you got. Hind's feet. Don't let nobody tell you. Somebody walk up, you just tell them, I got hind's feet. You don't even want, you don't even want to come this way. Shoot. We need some Heinz feet. You know, Habakkuk was, was, was facing a diverse, uh, I mean, just an adverse situation where the Babylonian army was about to attack them and besiege the city of Jerusalem. And everybody was moaning. Everybody was crying. And Habakkuk just said, you know what? Though the fig tree fell to blossom, there ain't no fruit be on the vine. He says, I don't care if we ain't got no job. I don't care if I'm homeless. He says, I'm going to get me some hinds feet. I'm going above this circumstance and situation. I'm not going to let this thing beat me down. You know, you might have a past out there. Well, everybody got a past. You know, I got a past. But I might have a little hinds feet. Maybe what you need is a little hinds feet. When some people start telling you that you can't make it, that you can't take it, that you can't do it, that you can't get through it. It's time to go in the closet. <laughs> Pull you out a pair of hind's feet. Oh, yeah. We're going up to the high places. We're going above the situation and circumstance. We're not going under. We're going over, Jack. I'm going to stand on top of this. Oh, 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 you know, y'all still here. Y'all been through it. Y'all made it this far. We're not going back. We're moving ahead. And just when you think you can't go no higher, you know, God gives you another place to step. Try doing that, woofy. Yeah, come on up here. <laughs> those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength they shall rise up on wings like eagles they shall walk and not grow weary they shall, I mean they shall run and not grow weary they shall walk and shall not faint you need to learn how to wait on the Lord but you can't just wait there all weak need. Who wants to that? That ain't waiting on God. Sitting there shivering, crying in the corner is not waiting on God. You know how people with hinds feet wait on God? 
They wait on God in praise and in worship. I will joy in the God of my salvation. I know that God's going to find a way for me. Make a way where there seems to be no way. He said if I would wait on him, he would raise me up. Whoa. We going up against all odds, against every circumstance and situation that looks impossible. We going up. You know, Peter, that's my man. He said, Lord, if that be you, bid me come on the water. That's, I'm talking about some hinds feet. I'm going, y'all sitting up there, yeah, like, look at Peter. Yeah, go, y'all. Y'all be tripping. Because y'all know that we wouldn't be getting on no boat. <laughs> that question would have never even entered our mind. You know, yeah, Jesus, you can come in the boat. Okay, <laughs> but we're not coming. <laughs> you, why should we get on a perfectly good boat? To go off on the water. We're not going to do it. Okay, but yet, God's called us to a higher place. Well, there's people in here, you know, well, you know, I was, I was deprived of oxygen when I was in the mother's womb. And I don't think like everybody else think. I, I can't do what everybody else do. But I want you to know that God's got high feet for you too. You can soar above. You can do great mighty things. Oh. The Bible says in our, in our weaknesses, he's made strong. He gives us strength. He said, man, he says, even in your infirmities and you don't know how to pray and you're feeling weak. He said, I'll pray a perfect prayer for you if you'll allow me to fill you with the power of my Holy Spirit. I will speak through you the perfect prayer that God hears and understands and answers because there ain't nothing wrong with it. There ain't none of your ambition in it. There's none of your fear in it. It's just absolutely perfect. He's given us the power of his Holy Spirit so that we can have Heinz feet. Whoa. Whoa. He was like, oh, don't believe in that tongue stuff. Ooh. Ooh. The Bible expressly says don't forbid to speak in tongues. Even though people out there doing it and they trying to tell themselves cute and, and, and slick and all that kind of stuff. But you need the power of the Holy Spirit. Man, I want the power of God cursing them through me. I don't care what I sound like. I don't care what you think I look like. I want the power of God in my life. I want the power to have hind feet. I want the power to rise up like an eagle. I want the power to overcome what is trying to overcome me. I want the power to, to devour what is trying to devour me. And if I can't do that, at least let me get out of its reach. Sub devil. The Bible says he's under our feet. That's exactly where he belongs. And you won't stay down there too. You ain't can't have none of this. Man, I got notes. I don't know where I was going. But we got to stand up in this day. We can't be shrieking back and hiding. Oh, you can, don't bring your Bible to school. Man, I was raised up, man, in the 1970s. We fought about everything. You know what I'm saying? That Vietnam War, man, sat around. You know, people getting shot. At, at colleges because they stood up against the government of these United States of America. Not because they cowed down. It's because they stood up. You know, in the 1960s, I remember when I was five years old, I would walk into my mother's bedroom and I would go, who is Martin Luther King? 
And my mother's sitting there crying. You know, I remember when I was four years old. You know, I remember all this stuff. I remember looking inside the school window when I was four years old. And everybody in the room, everybody in the room was crying. And some guy named JFK was assassinated. Ooh. And I remember all this. And I remember the marches. And I remember people got up and walked down the streets. And you know who led the way? The pastors. The pastors were right out front. It's an amazing time when I grew up. But I'm talking about Heinz feet. No guns. No bombs. No suicide. But they changed the world. Oh, those who know their God shall do great exploits. God will give us Heinz feet. I want you to know that God will give us authority. He has given us authority and power over all the power of the wicked one. And we just got to believe. Oh, my goodness. There's great mighty things about to happen. Open your mind was really to Romans chapter 8. Oh, my goodness. Lord, help me to get out of Romans chapter 8. Don't even mess with Romans chapter 8. Don't even go there. Unless you, you know, you need a batmus, you need a submarine to go to Romans at all. But Romans chapter 8, whew, you, you need more than snor snorkel gear. I can't see a thing. Lord Jesus. It's not because of the lights. It's my glasses. My glasses. Did you guys ever hear Fearless Fly? Fearless Fly was a fly that that was really, really weak unless he had his glasses on, and his glasses gave him superpower. And all the times when he fought, fought the bad guys, his glasses would drop off, and he would go, my glasses, and he would look for them. <laughs> and then he would find them, and then he would be super strong, and he'd beat up the bad guy. No fearless fly, huh? What about Batfink? My wings are like a shield of steel. Y'all don't remember Batfink yet? Yeah, that was before your time. Felix the cat, the wonderful, wonderful cat. Yeah, he had a little bag of tricks, you know. Whenever he gets in a fix, he reaches into his bag of tricks. Yeah, well, all right, okay. Secret squirrel. <laughs> Mighty Mouse. Speedy Gonzalez. Come on, yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, praise God. In Romans chapter 8, it says, Therefore there is now no condemnation, verse 1, to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. You are not ruled and controlled by your flesh. Let me explain it. In, in a real simple way, what you see with your eyes and what you hear with your ears, what you feel in your deepest, most inner parts has no power to control your life. There is therefore now no combination to those who walk in the spirit, okay, who live according to the spirit. You don't live according to what you see. You don't live according, with, according to how you feel. You don't live according to what happened to you in the past. You live according to what the Word of God says. 
Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. And when you grab a hold of the word of God, you find yourself walking higher and higher. Next thing you know, you're out of the valley of condemnation. You're out of the valley of depression. You're shaking off the spirit of heaviness. And he's giving you the garment of praise. I want you to know that Habakkuk understood the power of worship. In this church, we shout. In this church, we jump. In this church, you ever seen somebody do a happy dance because, because they got happy? You ever seen a kid happy? And stuff, they just dance and twirl and do all that stuff. You know who I've seen do that? Pastor Daniel. Pastor Daniel get happy. He just burn a hole right there in the rug. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I was other days back in the cathedral when he used to run around that thing. And one time he took off and I went off behind him. I regretted it. I didn't get into the end of the front row and said, I can't make it. <laughs> you know, I started off real good. And then it was like, <laughs> but I did finish, but ooh. I tried to play it off, but by the time I got back to my seat, I couldn't breathe. <laughs> the cathedral's quite larger than here. But anyway, where am I at? I'm in Romans chapter 8. I'm almost done because I really want to help some people tonight. Because, you know, because I go to Heinz, because I got Heinz feet, and I believe I do, the, the, the world was supposed to crush me and beat me up. I was never supposed to leave Cleveland law. I know the devil had a plan for my life, and that was to kill me. But you know what? God got me out, and he got me over. He gave me Heinz feet so I can walk in high places. There's no longer anything impossible for me. I don't believe in that. I walk in... How can you walk in a hospital room and pray for the sick if you believe that God can't use you? I'm telling you now, right now, right where you're at, the devil, because of your circumstance, because of your environment, because of your situation, the devil's trying to convince you that you're defeated and yet you will never get up. I come here to tell you, just like Habakkuk, who was surrounded by an army that God told him was going to take them away into captivity, that he still had joy. And that he went to his secret place. When he started worshiping and praising God, he got hinds feet. He said, take me up to a place where the enemy cannot touch me. Where the enemy cannot get me. Where I'm not going to be as afraid or I'm not going to be worried. Even though they chain me to a wall. Even though they lead me out captive. I'm still going to joy in the God of my salvation. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about the notes. Okay, I quit. <laughs> Let me tell you all this. You, you know how they train elephants in India? They, when they little, they put a chain on them. And they, and they make it real nice and tight so it hurts. Poor little baby elephants. And they leave it like that for a, for a long period of time. And every time that baby elephant pulls on that chain, he feels this great pain shoot through his leg. And it's like, ah! And, you know, he'd go on for a couple more weeks and he'd forget. And he'd pull on that chain, ah! After a little while, they never put a chain on the elephant again. They just use a string because his mind has been locked up. And every time he pulls on that little rope or that little string, which he could break easily, he feels the pain as if he was chained up. Oh! 
Some of us have chains around our mind where we've been lied to by the enemy. We've been Jedi mind tricked to think we can't do nothing. We can't rise up. We can't get up. We can't go on. We can't overcome. We can't, when Jesus calls us overcomers, it's time you stop listening to your past. Stop listening to your feelings. Stop listening to your mind where they're stinking thinking. Until your mind lines up to the word of God, you need to concentrate on and look into the word of God and find out who you are, what you're supposed to be doing, how strong you are. Till you stand up and say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Bible says you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Everybody say power. power. No, say it like you mean it. Power. power. Come on. You shall receive. Oh, that feels good, don't it? Oh. That's like, that feels so much better than I ain't got no power. And you say power, it just resonates inside you. Because you were never meant to be powerless. You are never created to be powerless. God says, I created man in my image. And if I got power, they have power too. Oh, you got power. You can overcome. You can get up. You can go on. You can be everything that God called you to be. Do not let the devil lie to you. We're getting rid of the lies. We're starting to learn the truth. That's why the only book that you cannot carry into a school, into a college, without getting rid of, oh, I'm offended. Oh, I'm messed up. Is the B. I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. The only book you can take the witches' chronicles and everything else into, into any room you want. Tarot cards and um, Ouija boards and crystal balls and everybody will flock around. Ooh, you got a tarot card. Open a Bible. They're like, ah, ah, I'm offended. Ah. I'm going, the only name that you can't speak is the name of Jesus. When Jesus told us if we ask for anything in his name. Habakkuk knew what he was talking about. He said, I'll joy in the God of my salvation. I know where my power comes from. I know where my strength comes from. I know where my happiness comes from. I know where my peace comes from. I know where my joy comes from. Come on. Hallelujah. It's in Christ Jesus. In him we live and move and have our being. Woo! It's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. And I put my big old spirit in we little old you. Uh, yeah. Said out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. You know what that means? That means life flows out of us. What we speak, when we speak life, death is dispelled. It's got to go someplace else because it can't stay there. Hallelujah. God wants to use you. God wants to raise you up. You got to get rid of that feeble mind of yours. That's why they don't want you to read the word of God. You said, what? I got power? What? I'm strong? I'm strong in the Lord? I've got armor? I got a sword. Oh, snap. Sign me up. <laughs> I can do all things. Come on. I want you to know that God wants you to get up tonight. You've been sitting down too long.
You've been kicked back and you know, well, I wish I had a little power. You don't have a little power. You got a lot of power. The Holy Spirit that rose Jesus from, from the grave is alive inside of you. You just only have to believe. You got to have faith in God, not faith in yourself. That won't get you nowhere. You try to get faith in yourself and you're going to hurt yourself. But if you have faith in God, you can do all things. You can become what you need to become. You can get the grades you need to get in school. You can get the promotion on the job. You can get back what the enemy has stolen from you. I know people in this church, man, whose, whose, whose kids told them they would never talk to them again are now talking to them. You know, because they believed. You know, could they have got that anyplace else but here? Yeah, but that ain't the point. The point is the word of God is being taught here. Limitations are being taken off. And the enemy is giving us the things that he stole from us back. Because not because we, oh, Mr. Devil, give them back to me. No, because we're going back and take them. Jesus did not ask for the keys of death, hell, and the grave. He went down and took them. So we're going to walk right. We're going to talk right. We're going to get us some hinds feet. We're going to go up where the enemy can't bother us. Can't mess with us no more. Where we can walk in faith and victory no matter what happens to us. Regardless of our circumstance. Regardless of our situation. We are overcomers. We will not be defeated. The Bible already tells us that we win. He said they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. When he said they, he was prophesying about us. Those who after him would believe. If you believe, there's no limitations. There's nothing that they can do to set you back. You can be, you can be born with no arms and still be a doctor. I'm telling you, there's nothing. There's nothing too hard for the Lord. God will help you. He will make a way for you where there seems to be no way. If, I like what Pastor Daniel says. He says if, it, if it's broke, he'll fix it. If it's sick, he'll heal it. And if it doesn't exist, he'll create it. Our God is still creating a day. He'll make a way for you. God did not want you to slide out of here. He didn't want you to have a mamby-pamby religion or trust in him. He wanted you to be full of faith and have the victory of Almighty God. He wanted you to walk up, walk strong, walk humbly. But know that you're strong. Romans chapter 8. Let me close here. I put my glasses back. Wait a minute. <laughs> I just get all excited. Look at this. Romans chapter 8. I tell you the whole thing is good. In Romans chapter 8 verse 31 it says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? For he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who, he, who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died. And furthermore, it is, is also risen who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Jesus is praying for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? 
shall tribulation, shall distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written. For your sakes we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. But I love verse number 37. It says, yes, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Christ, through him who loved us. We're more than conquerors, church. That's what we are. For I am persuaded, verse 38, that neither death nor life, nor angels or principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hey! We're more than conquerors. We are victorious in Christ. Act like it. Walk like it. Talk like it. And when your mind starts saying, I can't, Daniel, shut, shut up, mind. <laughs> Listen to the word of God. And rise up. You know, there's two people, two sorts of people I want to pray for tonight. First of all, I'm going to pray for those people that don't know Jesus. I'm going to tell you something. If you don't know Jesus, and the reason why they don't want you to receive Jesus, not because it'll make you weak, it's because it'll make you strong. Yeah, they don't, want you to, they don't want you to know the name of Jesus. But when you have Jesus be Lord of your life, impossibility dies. It goes someplace else. But for you, all things will become possible. God will strengthen you and make you stronger. The second people I'm going to pray for, after I pray for the first people, are these. Those that are so far, you know, life will beat the snot out of you if you let it. And being around and being beat up is not the way that God wants you to live. So he brought you to the church and he said, forsake not the fellowship because he wanted you to be around strong people. Weak people make you weak unless you're real strong. Strong people will make weak people stronger. That's why we're here. That's why the staff is here. That's why the leaders of this church is here. Because we've been down. We've been out. But God saved us. And he sent us out to, to help others be strong. Through many trials and afflictions, we've come. You know, Pastor Daniel used to drink water out of mud puddles. You know, was in the mental institutions, in and out. But God raised him up as a man of God. If he did it for him, he'll do it for you. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. If he did it for Pastor Alex, he'll do it for you. If he did it for Mike, he'll do it for you. If he did it for Micah, he'll do it for you. You might be here tonight with every head bowed and every eye closed. You may never have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. They say no foolish religious game. When you invite Jesus into your life, you'll be asking him to lead you and guide you, not control you, not manipulate you, 
but lead you and guide you into victory, into being strong. You can't do it. You can't fix yourself because if you could, you already would. Only the one who made us can fix us, and his name is Jesus. If you're here tonight and you want to receive Jesus for the first time or you want to rededicate your life to him, maybe you ain't living right. You want to make things right with God. He will never turn you away. Just like with the prodigal son, when he came home, his father ran out and greeted him, invited him back in the house. That's what Jesus is doing for you tonight. He's inviting you back in the house. So if you want to receive Jesus for the first time or you want to rededicate your life to him and you want me to pray for you, simply raise your hand right now, right here and say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to receive Jesus. Anybody out there want to come to Christ tonight? Hallelujah. Now, we ain't forcing nobody. Y'all all right? I want y'all to stand up now. I'm going to pray a prayer of dismissal. Okay, that means I'm, I'm bringing the service to an end. But service is not over. God wants to give you hinds feet. He wants to give you the power and the ability to go where the enemy cannot go, where he cannot touch you. Well, your problems cannot pursue you and your enemies cannot devour you. When I pray this prayer of dismissal, you who need prayer, I want you to come out of your seats. I want you to come stand on these altars. Me and the leaders of this church want to pray for you. We want to agree with you that God is going to do great mighty things in your life tonight. So let me pray this prayer. Father, I thank you, Lord, that all that heard the message, Lord, on hind's feet, God, will rise up, Lord, and no longer shriek back from what they think is impossible or where the enemy is intimidating them and saying that they can't move forward and they can't, they can't, they can't. They would turn their eyes to the hills from which their help cometh, where God, hallelujah, will give them the ability, Lord, to rise up and be everything he called them to be and to do what they previously could not do. Make them more than conquerors. Strengthen them in their most inner faith and cause them to be overcomers, Lord. Cause us all to be overcomers. And we thank you, Lord, for your traveling mercies and your grace upon us as we travel from this place and return home, God. But we, turn, we return home encouraged. We return home victorious. We return home men and women of God, never going back. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming. I'll see you. Sunday, Saturday night, Saturday night at, at 6 p.m., Sunday morning at 9 and 11, and then Sunday evening at 6 p.m. again. Hallelujah. Those of you who need prayer, do not leave here the way you came. Y'all come on up here. We're going to pray. And men, don't forget about the men's encounter this Saturday, this Friday, Friday and Saturday. I'm sorry. But I want to pray for those who need some hind feet. Won't you come? Our God is greater, our God is strong.